to hell. That's from Planet of the Apes. Uh, what the, what the fuck happened? Why, why God, why you fucking cunt? I'm, I'm too depressed and afraid to carry on living, let alone to write a scatological topical comedy show. How many more days in 2016 do I have to lose because the news has made me so depressed that I enter inescapable torpor? There's still six weeks to go this year, so there's still plenty of time for more tragedy. I have a feeling that things are gonna get worse before they get even worse. And I'm an optimist. Hello and welcome to the third bonus mini episode of As It Occurs To Me, though I had sushi. Have you ever tried that? It's, it's nice. Uh, with Akira Haraguchi the other day. You know him. In 2006, he recited Pi to 100,000 digits from memory. It took him 16 hours and 30 minutes and it's still not been validated by the Guinness Book of Records. Validated, McWurter, what's wrong with you? Anyway, Akira... He calls it Aotoma, so I don't know if that's yeah. the thing. As usual, this is just a free audio extra, not the main episode. The videos will be out in spring 2017. Uh, but you can get a sneak peek by coming down to the recordings. The next one is on December the 11th. Come down to the Leicester Square Theatre like these idiots did. Yeah. Willies. Willies, that had to be a <laughs> You can get your tickets at leicestersquaretheatre.com. And we're all still trying to process the news from the States. I can't believe this has happened. It's like America has spun the roulette wheel and... <laughs> There we go, all our life savings on orange. But honey, I'm looking at the well. There are no orange numbers, just red, black, and green. I know, so imagine how much we're gonna win and how great our lives will be when orange comes through. Maybe we should put it on one of the more traditional colors. It is our entire future we're talking about. No more bets. Too late now, fingers crossed. Come on, Orange. Come, Come on, on, you little beauty. Come on, spin Come around. On. Round and round it goes. Whoa, whoa. Here we go. It's really jumping. Whoa, it's really taking much longer than expected. Whoa. Oh, oh, this is most unusual. The ball seems to have landed on the nuclear button, setting off all of our missiles and ensuring the destruction of the planet Earth. That's never happened before. I always thought it was a mistake to put that on the wheel. So we won? Yeah, if you like. Yeehaw! <laughs> Using the roulette wheel sound effect as a roulette wheel there. The, this, sh this show has really jumped the shark. But it was, <laughs> it was especially cruel for me as I went to bed at 1am on Wednesday morning when it looked pretty positive and then had a very realistic dream in which Hillary won by a landslide victory. I completely believed it. Then I woke up. I almost didn't bother checking my phone because I knew what had happened. But when I did, I saw that Trump was on the point of victory. I felt like I sick, like I've been stabbed in the stomach. It was very much like in my sleep I'd flipped over into an alternate universe and I want to go back to the good non-mental timeline that I came from. I can't do it of course, but I've invented a gizmo that allows us to receive the audio from the universe where Trump lost. About this time I should be recording this week's episode of Hillary President Universe A.A. Ottoma. Let's see if we can tune in and see how different things will be there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we've got a new president-elect, and as everyone expected, it's Hillary Clinton. Thank God. I mean, I mean, fucking thank God. I, I, I now believe in God, because can you imagine the terrible alternate universe where Trump won? It'd be like America had spun the roulette wheel, and... <laughs> Here we go, all our life savings on orange. But honey, I'm looking at the wheel. There are no orange numbers, just red, black, and green. I know, so imagine. 
imagine how much we're gonna win and how great our lives will be when orange comes through. Maybe we should have put it on one of the more traditional colors. It is our entire future we're talking about. No more bets. Too late now. Fingers crossed. Come on, you little beauty. Here we go. Oh, round and round she goes. Let's Where she stops, Olive knows. Come on back. now. Here we Come on. Oh, even, seems well. even longer. Oh, here we go. Yeah. That's the spirit. <laughs> oh, this is most unusual. The ball seems to have landed on the nuclear button, sending off all our missiles and ensuring the destruction of the planet Earth. It's never happened before. I always thought it was a mistake to put that on the wheel. So we won? Yeah, if you like. Yeehaw! I mean, obviously, a lot of stuff in alternate universes is going to be the same as in this universe. <laughs> It's still me in the other universe. I haven't changed that much in four days. I would have the same exact ideas. Although the weird, the audience didn't seem to enjoy some of that sketch as much as the first one did. <laughs> anyway, here are my questions about to Donald Trump. Is it possible now that Obama can just fire off all the nukes now he's still president to stop Trump getting his tiny hands on them? I mean, we'd still all die, but at least we'd have been murdered by someone with a sense of hu basic human decency. Also, Donald Trump will probably die before he becomes president because he won't have the special bunker, so that makes it all worthwhile. Uh, to the anti-Trump protesters going out and protesting, at least one of whom uh, has, was said that they admitted they didn't actually vote, so they're a fucking idiot and can fuck off. Uh, wouldn't a better protest be to refuse to pay your taxes from now on? That makes you smart, after all, and if it's okay for the president, it's got to be okay for you, so no pay no more taxes. Uh, over half of Americans didn't vote at all. I mean, I warned you all about this in my show, Hitler Moustache. Why did no one listen to me? Uh, the real blame must be put with all the TV commissioners for not putting that show on TV and giving it a <laughs> bigger audience and commissioning mainstream rubbish like Paddy McGuinness and Mrs. Brown's boys and Stuart Lee instead. So they... <laughs> I have to say, in America's case, I am happy for them to get rid of all the immigrants and go back to how things were in the good old days of 1491, before all those immigrants showed up. But, uh, <laughs> anyhow, please welcome the Aotama <laughs> team. It's TV's Emma Kennedy, stuntman, understudy Matthew Crosby, and on the guitar, Christian Riley. <laughs> What has occurred to you guys this month? Matthew, anything happened to you this month? Yeah, I saw uh, my, my friend Josh, we were backstage at a gig, and I, I walked into the dressing room, and he was looking at me in the mirror, and he went, oh, your hair looks really nice today. And I said, oh, thanks very much. And he turned around and said, oh, no, I was just looking at you in the mirror. Your hair looks nice in the mirror. Doesn't look nice in real life. And uh, that's the way I get ready in the morning, using a mirror. <laughs> so what I've realised is I've been... I've sort of made the reverse image yeah. of an attractive person. Yeah. And I've been doing that my entire life. So you need two mirrors. You need to get um, the mirror, the mirror behind, and then look in that mirror, and that will be the mirror image of the mirror image, and then that will be the correct one to do. That seems like too much work. Okay. I'll just stay being ugly. <laughs> okay. Uh, Emma, anything? Gone well, on? I mean, I, I think like most people, I've been completely consumed by the uh, the, the Donald Trump uh, win, and lots of people have been saying that that you know he's not going to be as bad as he was uh, uh, over the course of the last year and a half. And you think, well, okay, well, look, let's wait and see. Uh, what his tr transitional team is going to be. Maybe he's going to be inclusive. Maybe there's going to be some diversity. And I've just read, literally, uh, about the 10 minutes ago, that he's picked 14 white men, his daughter, who he wants to have sex with, lest we forget, and one black man who doesn't believe in dinosaurs. <laughs> so he's still going to be a cock-juggling thundercut. <laughs> 
And he's admitted that uh, part of the wall will now be a fence. Yes. That is... Though he hasn't told us what sort of fence. It may be just, you know, a low-grade white picket. We don't know yet. Uh, and uh, Christine, anything happened to you this month? <laughs> no, no, uh, although uh, to be ultra topical, I did notice before I came out in the bathroom nearest where I get changed. Yeah. I think it must have been some kind of naughty dog went in there. <laughs> <laughs> I left a message. That's all I'll say about that. Okay, I flushed. flushed. <laughs> it's quite maybe a legacy. Did, maybe didn't go quite down. A legacy. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for choosing that particular. That was all right. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> That's it. I, I, I was quite impressed that. with that one. It was unlike yeah. my usual. But I, I'm not really interested in any of that. I still can't quite believe it. Uh, Trump is going to be president. Doesn't America realise what it has done? Well, Mr. President, here we are, day one of your presidency in the Oval Office. Uh, what is your first decree, President Trump? What would you like us to do, sir? Mr. President? Mr. President? Oh, my God, his head has fallen off. What? Hold on. This isn't a head. This looks like a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> and what's inside it? Well, it looks like... The sperm of five different men. Oh my Christ, you know what that means. The American people have elected a cumpkin. What's a cumpkin? You make a jack-o'-lantern. Get at least five men to come in, said jack-o'-lantern, and then get a woman to put it on her head. But how? We, we, we heard him speaking. It must have just been the wind blowing through his face holes and gurgling up the jism inside him. Watch! I'm going to build a wall. Be the best wall. Everyone will think so. And the Mexicans are going to pay for it. The wind blew into the cumpkin and made sounds. And people heard what they wanted to hear. This is a blow for democracy. The people have accidentally elected a rotting, jizz-filled jack-o'-lantern. And the Republican Party are going to have to carry him around for four years pretending he's alive like, like in Weekend at Bernie's. Well, I don't think it'll be that funny. It will be more like Weekend at Bernie's, too. <laughs> It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel less fine than I thought I would be feeling at this point, if I'm honest, because it's shit. with that sketch is that a cumpkin would be a better option for president than President Trump. People say Trump must be great for comedians, but he really isn't because you can't satirise someone who's always prepared to out-ridiculous the most ridiculous thing you can think of, like saying he's going to build a wall and then say some of it will be a fence. They, how can we beat that? He's more ridiculous than a pumpkin full of gametes. Anyway, also right-leaning leaders without a sense of humour have traditionally not been that great news for the entertainment industry. So the only positive I can see from it is that John Oliver will probably have to come back to the UK now if he can make his escape in time, which means I can finally get him on as a guest on Rehalesipa. That, that's it, that's all we've got. But let's not dwell on the imminent breakdown of Western civilization. Let's take a look at this month's other news. Squirrels. Yes, squirrel scientists. <laughs> By which, sadly, I mean human scientists specialising in squirrels. <laughs> rather than squirrels in white coats looking at nuts through microscopes. I wish I was in the alternate universe where that happened. Let's have a listen. <laughs> that might... Um... <laughs> 
more of a visual than an audio thing, I think, of that, thinking about that one. Anyway, scientists have discovered that red squirrels are infected with the bacterium that causes leprosy. Proof, if proof were needed, that the Jesus, that Jesus hasn't yet got round to coming back as a squirrel yet. Uh, though, when he does, I'll be happy to crucify the fucker if he shits in my garden like all the others do. Uh, maybe after the squirrel Jesus is back, the squirrels will stop being evil and shitting everywhere, like mankind did after Jesus visited them. Uh, though, though, actually, that's the grey squirrels, not the red ones. Send those grey squirrels back, I say bloody greys coming over here, stealing our nuts, refusing to catch our squirrel leprosy. Brexit! Brexit's getting nastier, of course. As judges rule that an act of parliament is required before Article 50 can be enacted, what I want to know is if this, as seems inevitable, descends into civil war, then do Remain get Europe fighting on their side? Because uh, that would be a good... Also, most of the people who vote for Brexit are pretty old, so I fancy our chances if it comes down to that. <laughs> Fucked up elections. And the pollsters once again got the result of an election badly wrong. Pollsters, instead of wasting time asking a sample of exiting voters, just ring me, ask me what I want to happen, and go for the opposite. Animal death. Uh, it's, I've had a bad month. Uh, our cat, Lino, died. Um, she was only four years old as well, which in... Uh, in oh, someone, how dare someone ring up during this poignant moment? <laughs> Terrible. She was only four years old, uh, which in cat years is, of course four years old, because, because cats live on the planet Earth, and so have, have the same length years as the rest of us. Cats aren't from Jupiter, people, whatever that book told you. Stop giving them different length years. Uh, but Richard, this isn't really the time or the forum to voice your opposition to animals having different length years to uh, us. I'm sorry, it? Matthew, it's an obsession of mine, and I will try it. I loved Lino. It was me who named her, after my hero, Lino, a cartoon-talking cat-like humanoid alien whose values I've tried to live my life by. Oh, what, what, what values are those? Well, you know, like being like a cat and a man at the right. same time, right. having a sword and stuff. By the power of Grayskull! Yeah, that's, uh, that's He-Man. Same thing, isn't it? That is. <laughs> Lino is interesting, the cartoon character, because um, like all the Thundercats, he was forced to flee his home planet Thundera and was placed in suspended animation for ten Galacto years. Right. Ten Galacto years? Well, that's like 70 Galacto years for a cat. No, it isn't! <laughs> Same number. Anyway, Lino was a child, but his podgel had malfunctioned and slowed rather than stopped his growth. So he's, in fact, a child cat humanoid in the body of an adult cat humanoid. Like he'd aged seven years for every one year that had actually passed. Oh my God, yeah. Do you think that's where the whole cat year idea began? <laughs> Almost certainly. Yeah. So do you live your life like Lino? Because on the outside you're 49, but inside you're seven. Uh, very funny. You can't even say Lino, so you can fuck off. <laughs> Four times. <laughs> and also your smell of wheat. Anyway, this, uh, this Peter K. Do You Remember Thundercats riff is not appropriate. My cat has died. And Lino, my cat, was lovely and I loved her. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have that routine about me stepping in her shit with my bare foot on the morning my daughter was born. You can see that in my new DVD, Happy Now, available from GoFasterStripe.com from Wednesday the 14th of November. It's the perfect Christmas gift. Are you using your cat's death to promote your new DVD? It seems a bit gauche, but to be fair, the vet's bills were astronomical, so I see this as payback for that little weak, dead idiot. Uh, we were... <laughs> We were very upset about her death, though. Uh, we kept her collar as a memento. When we got home, my wife tried to pass the news on to Lino's brother, Smithers, who is also a cat, obviously. By showing him the empty collar, she said... He looked at the collar and I think he understood. He understood? I mean, if he understood anything, it was that we left the house with his sister and returned with just her collar and then showed it to him. I can only really interpret that as a warning, can't I? If you... <laughs> 
a threat. If you don't behave, then you're going to disappear too. You must be... All be left to be a collar, you must be terrified. So make sure you're shit in the fucking litter tray, all right? <laughs> As it occurs to me Goodbye, Lando the cat Although I never knew you at all I just saw a picture of you And you look just like a cat And it seems to me that you lived your life Quite like the other cats Mainly sleeping and then shitting in a box of gravel And then licking your ass And I wouldn't like to, I wouldn't really like to offend you But you were just a cat You'd still have to pretend to be upset About this kind of shit Even when there's more important stuff going on Thank you, Christian. That was beautiful. Uh, now, um... Let's go over to the alternate universe to see how this week's president-elect Hillary Clinton podcast is going. He looked at the collar and I think he understood. He, he understood? I mean, if he understood anything, it was that we left the house with his sister and returned with just her collar. He can really only interpret that as a warning, can't he? It's a threat. If, if you don't behave, then you'll disappear too. Or that we left with your collar. So make sure you're shit in the fucking litter trays, all right? Actually, I guess that cat thing did happen before the election, so that story, <laughs> that would make it into their show too. They're, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. But they're always just about 30 seconds behind us though, aren't they? Yeah, they must have started late. Probably got more people in. Damn successful alternate universe. <laughs> He's Stuart Lead me, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking hell. Anyway, given, given the expense of opening up a channel between alternate universes, I have to say this has been a very disappointing experiment so far. <laughs> anyway, now over to Christian Riley for this month's song. Well, uh, I don't know if any of you people know it, but on November the 19th, it's a thing called uh, International Men's Day. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, it's just, I don't know why it's not a bigger deal, you know, because it's really important and, uh, you know, for men's health and stuff like that. And I think the reason that it's still a kind of fringe event is because uh, there's no sort of Santa Claus character or a wider narrative to capture the imagination. So that's what this song's about. You better not scream. You better not cry, he's checking your prostate, don't put up a fight. The penis elf is coming to town, the penis elf is coming to town, the penis elf is coming to town. He's feeling your balls, he's checking for lumps, his hands are roiled, ooh, that's a bit weird. The penis elf is coming to town, the penis elf is rummaging around, he seems to be enjoying this too much. He examines you when you're sleeping, you feel groggy when you awake. Shit, he's a guy dressed up. Won't you call the cops for goodness sake? You better call the cops for goodness sake. Yeah, he's in a van, he's being driven away. He's helping the police with their inquiries. The penis elf is going to jail. The penis elf is not a real thing. The penis elf is coming to town. Be careful who grabs you by the man pussy on International Men's Day. Ho, ho, ho! Christian Riley, ladies and gentlemen, Christian Riley. 
as you may know, I'm very interested in uh, the whole notion of sex robots. Uh, if you buy my DVD, Happy Now, you can watch a whole routine of me talking about that, www.cofasterstrike.com. I've been led to believe that there will be no realistic sex robots for 50 years, but according to the papers last week, next year, a US company are bringing out talking sex robots with warm, vibrating, human-like genitals. That's my favourite kind of genitals. Not, not human ones, they're disgusting, but ones that are like human ones. Reminiscent, but not the same. You've got human-like genitals, haven't you, Emma? Yes, um, but they are similar to uh, human genitals, similar enough to be called human-like, um, and to be mistaken for human genitals from a distance. Uh, but if you get close enough, uh, you can see they're clearly not human. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. If genitals are too human, that puts me off if I'm honest. That's, that's the appeal of the Akapi to me. It's, it's human-like, but once you're up to your apricots, very much not human. How about you, Matthew? How human-like are your genitals? Oh, Richard, uh, my genitals are not even remotely human-like. No, they're hard to describe, but I guess they're frond-like, similar to the leaves that you'd get on bracken. When I'm ready to make love, they unfurl gracefully, and then oscillate like some sort of sea fern. I then scatter my spawn and leave. <laughs> Later, the female will swim through the gametes, and if, if God is smiling on me, become impregnated. I'm afraid your genitals just don't sound human-like enough for my taste. No offence. None taken. It's very much like Goldilocks, isn't it? These genitals are too human, these genitals are not human enough, but these genitals are just right. Yeah. I've seen that version of Goldilocks too, Matthew. <laughs> To be honest, she doesn't seem too fussed about which porridge she eats. But anyway... <laughs> anyway, the talking robot with warm, vibrating, human-like genitals. Do your genitals vibrate, Emma? Uh, no, they, they don't vibrate, no. no. And looking at you now, they're as cold as an Arctic winter. I'm sorry then, Emma, I'm out. But these sex robots, they'll be out next year. They cost £12,000. I mean, that's a lot of money. I can't really afford that, but I wondered... Do you think I could kickstart that? Do you think if I, you know, if I promised to release a video of me having sex with the sex robot? Yeah, you might get more money if people had to pay you not to release the video. So it would be beamed into your brain unless you paid the money to prevent that happening. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah you'd make so much money yeah. you could have a harem of terrifying, warm vaginaed, oscillating mannequins with human-like genitals. I could make them touch each other, can I? It's like, I mean, just, well, just lie on each other like that. Is that <laughs> one of the Kickstarter awards could be if you paid enough, you got to have sex with the sex robot after me. Directly after? That would cost more. But that's, that's the big question for me with sex robots. Are they self-cleaning or do you have to do that yourself? Because if it's like an ashtray in a car, <laughs> I, I think that might take out some of the romance of the... <laughs> If you're going to have a sex robot, what they really need to invent is another robot that will clean the first sex robot. <laughs> or in the future, maybe the only human job will be to clean, se human, will be to clean sex robots. But anyway. As it occurs to me, if you want a vision of the future, imagine a warm human-like genital vibrating on a sad man's car Whoa, a sad man's car Ooh, a sad man's car Well, let's get back to see what's going on uh, in... Uh... Let's get back and see what's going on in the alternate Clinton-winning universe. 
Yeah, well, given nothing funny's happened in the news, it looks like we haven't got enough stuff to fill this week's show, so guess we're going to have to trot out this one again. If I could turn back time, what would I do differently? Oh, 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 if I could turn back time. Good afternoon. Hi, a nice motorcycle clothing shop you've got. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, looking for anything in particular? Oh, I'm just having a look around at the motorcycle clothes, see what you've got in stock, and if I see something I like, something suitable for riding on my motorcycle in, then maybe I'll buy me some motorcycling clothes. Yeah, I sure love motorcycling. Motorcycling around. Some people like cycling on a normal bike, but not me. I say we pedal around, and you can have a bike that doesn't need to be pedal, with all the engine and stuff in it. Oh, pretty desperate stuff there. That universal <laughs> Maybe we're lucky to be here in the Trump one after all, maybe that's... Uh... This week I got a reply to a tweet that I wrote on the 4th of January 2011. Um, back then I'd written, shit, even I just saw Charlie Borman on TV and thought it was me. And five years and ten months later, a man called Brian tweeted back... Well, you really do look like him. I'd say twins, really. I mean, had he read that at the time and taken him, like, years to come up with that answer? Right, good tweet, Mr Herring. But let's see if we can get some badinage going here. Hmm, I want to get the wording of this exactly right. Don't rush this, Brian. And 70 months later, has tweeted a tweet that basically just says, you're right, you do look like the person you said you look like. I'm going to wait till 2022 and then tweet him back and say, I mean, I know you're saying we could be twins for comedic effect, but the thing is, we could be twins. And then in 2028, he can say, lol, you really could be twins, you're so similar. This could eventually turn into a very dull and quite short version of the film 84 Charing Cross Road. And yes, I suspect he was wanking as he wrote that. But, uh, <laughs> or had he just recently heard of Twitter and gone back and started it from the beginning? Has such an innocuous tweet ever had such a pointless reply so long after it's tweeted? Let's go over to Norris McWerther to find out. Nope, still not answering the phone for some reason. As it occurs to me, let's face it, we're fucked. We're really totally fucked, yeah. It's, uh, it's been a tough week and the cherry on the top is Farage and Trump standing gurning like idiots in a gold lift. Uh, representing the common man as they laugh in his stupid face. These two men have so much in common, but the most interesting one is that they both admitted before each election they wouldn't accept the results if they didn't win. And maybe the alternate universe where Trump won the popular vote by two million votes but still lost the election would be an even scarier one to live in than the one we're living in, because what would his supporters have been capable of in that one? The roulette wheel was fixed like one at an unscrupulous climate change denying child rapist casino. So there was no way these two fuckers could actually lose wherever that ball landed. But they wouldn't have sharp if the votes had gone against them, and neither should you. The world has voted for a couple of pumpkins, but if it won't always be Halloween, good luck, we're going to need it. You've been listening to As It Occurs To Me, written by and starring Richard Herring. It featured Matthew Cosby and me, Emma Kennedy. The music was written and performed by Christian Riley, and it was produced by Ben Walker. Thanks to Cosmic Embers and Prim Audio at freesound.org. It is the first Sky Potato and Go Faster Stripe production. Thank you.
do, thank you. Well, uh, it's been a really fun show at the end of a really great week. America's first female president by a 90% landslide, and Bill Clinton, the first first gentleman. But I can't help wondering, is there an alternate universe where Trump won? And what would, as it occurs to me, be like in that reality? I've invented this gizmo that allows us to visit that universe and hear what that show will be like. So if you just bear with me. Planet of the Apes. Uh, what the what the fuck happened? Why? Why God? Why you fucking cunt? I'm, I'm too depressed and afraid to carry on living, let alone to write a scatological topical comedy show. How many more days in 2016 do I have to lose because the news has made me so depressed that I enter inescapable torpor? There's still six weeks to go this year, so there's still plenty of time for more tragedy. I have a feeling that things are going to get worse before they get even worse. And I'm an optimist. Hello and welcome to the third bonus mini-episode of As It Occurs To Me, though I had sushi. Have you ever tried that? It's, it's nice. Uh, with Akira Haraguchi the other day. You know him. In 2006, he recited Pi to 100,000 digits from memory. It took him 16 hours and 30 minutes, and it's still not been validated by the Guinness Book of Records. Validated, McWurter! What's wrong with you? Anyway, Akira... He calls it Aotoma, so I don't know if that's the thing. As usual, this is just a free audio extra, not the main episode. The videos will be out in spring 2017. Uh, but you can get a sneak peek by coming down to the recordings. The next one is on December the 11th. Come down to the Leicester Square Theatre like these idiots did. <laughs> Willies, that had to be a win. <laughs> you can get your tickets at leicestersquaretheatre.com. And we're all still trying to process the news from the States. I can't believe this has happened. It's like America has spun the roulette wheel and... <laughs> There we go, all our life savings on orange. But honey, I'm looking at the well. There are no orange numbers, just red, black, and green. I know, so imagine how much we're gonna win and how great our lives will be when orange comes through. Maybe we should put it on one of the more traditional colors. It is our entire future we're talking about. No more bets. Too late now, fingers crossed. Come on, Orange. Come, Come on, on, you little beauty. Come on, spin Come around. On. Round and round it goes. Whoa, around. here we go. It's really jumping. Whoa, today. it's really taking much longer than expected. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh, this is most unusual. The ball seems to have landed on the nuclear button, setting off all of our missiles and ensuring the destruction of the planet Earth. That's never happened before. I always thought it was a mistake to put that on the wheel. <laughs> so we won? Yeah, if you like. Yeehaw! <laughs> Using the roulette wheel sound effect as a roulette wheel there. The, this, sh this show has really jumped the shark. But it was... 
it was especially cruel for me as I went to bed at 1am on Wednesday morning when it looked pretty positive and then had a very realistic dream in which Hillary won by a landslide victory. I completely believed it. Then I woke up. I almost didn't bother checking my phone because I knew what had happened. But when I did, I saw that Trump was on the point of victory. I felt like I'm sick, like I've been stabbed in the stomach. It was very much like in my sleep I'd flipped over into an alternate universe and I want to go back to the good non-mental timeline that I came from. I can't do it, of course, but I've invented a gizmo that allows us to receive the audio from the universe where Trump lost. About this time, I should be recording this week's episode of Hillary President Universe A.A. Ottoma. Let's see if we can tune in and see how different things will be there. So, yeah, we've got a new president-elect, and as everyone expected, it's Hillary Clinton. Thank God. I mean, I mean... Fucking thank God. I, I, I now believe in God. Because can you imagine the terrible alternate universe where Trump won? It'd be like America had spun the roulette wheel and... Here we go. All our life savings on orange. But honey, I'm looking at the wheel. There are no orange numbers, just red, black and green. I know. So imagine how much we're going to win and how great our lives will be when orange comes through. Maybe we should have put it on one of the more traditional colors. It is our entire future we're talking about. No more bets. Too late now. Fingers crossed. Come on, you little beauty. Here we go. Round and round she goes. Where she stops, Ollie knows. Come on now. Here we Come on. Oh, even, seems even longer. Oh, here we go. That's the spirit. Oh, this is most unusual. The ball seems to have landed on the nuclear button, sending off all our missiles and ensuring the destruction of the planet Earth. It's never happened before. I always thought it was a mistake to put that on the wheel. So we won? Yeah, if you like. Yeehaw! I mean, obviously, a lot of stuff in alternate universes is going to be the same as in this universe. There's, there's, it's still me in the other universe. I haven't changed that much in four days. I would have the same exact ideas. Although the weird, the audience didn't seem to enjoy some of that sketch as much as the first one did. <laughs> anyway, here are my questions about to Donald Trump. Is it possible now that Obama can just fire off all the nukes now he's still president to stop Trump getting his tiny hands on them? I mean, we'd still all die, but at least we'd have been murdered by someone with a sense of basic human decency. Also, Donald Trump will probably die before he becomes president because he won't have the special bunker, so that makes it all worthwhile. Uh, to the anti-Trump protesters going out and protesting, at least one of whom uh, has, was said that they admitted they didn't actually vote, so they're a fucking idiot and can fuck off, uh, wouldn't a better protest be to refuse to pay your taxes from now on? That makes you smart, after all, and if it's okay for the president, it's got to be okay for you, so no, pay no more taxes. Uh, over half of Americans didn't vote at all. I mean, I warned you all about this in my show, Hitler Moustache. Why did no one listen to me? Uh, the real blame must be put with all the TV commissioners for not putting that show on TV and giving it a <laughs> bigger audience and commissioning mainstream rubbish like Paddy McGuinness and Mrs. Brown's Boys and Stuart Lee instead. So they... <laughs> I have to say, in America's case, I am happy for them to get rid of all the immigrants and go back to how things were in the good old days of 1491, before all those immigrants showed up. But, uh, <laughs> anyhow, please welcome the A-Ottoma <laughs> team. It's TV's Emma Kennedy, stuntman, understudy Matthew Crosby, and on the guitar, Christian Riley. <laughs> What has occurred to you guys this month? Matthew, anything happened to you this month? Yeah, I saw uh, my, my friend Josh, we were backstage at a gig, and I, I walked into the dressing room, and he was looking at me in the mirror, and he went, oh, your hair looks really nice today. And I said, oh, thanks very much. And he turned around and said, oh, no, I was just 
looking at you in the mirror. Your hair looks nice in the mirror, doesn't look nice in real life. And uh, that's the way I get ready in the morning, using a mirror. <laughs> so what I've realised is I've, been, I've sort of made the reverse image yeah. of an attractive person, yeah. and I've been doing that my entire life. So You need two mirrors. You need to get um, the, mirror, the mirror behind and then look in that mirror, and that'll be the mirror image of the mirror image, and then that'll be the correct one to do. That seems like too much work. Okay. I'll just stay being ugly. <laughs> okay. uh, Emma, anything? Well, on? I mean, I, I think like most people, I've been completely consumed by the, uh, the, the Donald Trump uh, win. And lots of people have been saying that, that you know, he's not going to be as bad as he was uh, uh, over the course of the last year and a half. And you think, well, okay, well, look, let's wait and see uh, what his tr transitional team is going to be. Maybe he's going to be inclusive. Maybe there's going to be some diversity. And I've just read, literally, uh, about the 10 minutes ago, that he's picked 14 white men, his daughter, who he wants to have sex with, lest we forget, and one black man who doesn't believe in dinosaurs. <laughs> so he's still going to be a cock-juggling thundercunt. <laughs> And he's admitted that uh, part of the wall will now be a fence. Yes. That is... Though he hasn't <laughs> told us jump. what sort of fence. It may be just, you know, a low-grade white yeah. picket. We don't know yet. Uh, and, uh, Christian, anything happened to you this month? No, no, uh, although, uh, to be ultra-topical, I did notice before I came out in the bathroom nearest where I get changed. Yeah. I think it must have been some kind of naughty dog went in there. <laughs> <laughs> I left a message. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. Okay, I flushed. I flushed. <laughs> it's quite maybe a legacy. Did, maybe it didn't quite go down. A legacy. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for choosing that particular. That was all right. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I, I was quite impressed that. with that one. It was unlike yeah. my usual. But I, I'm not really interested in any of that. I still can't quite believe it. Uh, Trump is going to be president. Doesn't America realise what it has done? Well, Mr. President, here we are, day one of your presidency in the Oval Office. Uh, what is your first decree, President Trump? What would you like us to do, sir? Mr. President? Mr. President? Oh my God, his head has fallen off. What? Hold on. This isn't a head. This looks like a Jack O'Welton. <laughs> and what's inside it? Well, it looks like the sperm of five different men. Oh my Christ, you know what that means. The American people have elected a cumpkin. What's a cumpkin? You make a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> get at least five men to come in, said jack-o'-lantern, and then get a woman to put it on her head. But how, we, we, we heard him speaking. It must have just been the wind blowing through his face holes and gurgling up the jism inside him. Watch. I'm going to build a wall. Be the best wall. Everyone will think so. And the Mexicans are going to pay for it. The wind blew into the pumpkin and made sounds. And people heard what they wanted to hear. This is a blow for democracy. The people have accidentally elected a rotting, jizz-filled jack-o'-lantern. And the Republican Party are going to have to carry him around for four years pretending he's alive like, like in Weekend at Bernie's. Well, I don't think it'll be that funny. It will be more like Weekend at Bernie's too. <laughs> It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel less fine than I thought I would be feeling at this point, if I'm honest, because it's shit.
the problem with that sketch is that a pumpkin would be a better option for president than President Trump. People say Trump must be great for comedians, but he really isn't because you can't satirise someone who's always prepared to out-ridiculous the most ridiculous thing you can think of, like saying he's going to build a wall and then say some of it will be a fence. They, how can we beat that? He's more ridiculous than a pumpkin full of gametes. Anyway, also right-leaning leaders without a sense of humour have traditionally not been that great news for the entertainment industry. So the only positive I can see from it is that John Oliver will probably have to come back to the UK now if he can make his escape in time, which means I can finally get him on as a guest on Rehalesopur. That, that's it, that's all we've got. But let's not dwell on the imminent breakdown of Western civilization. Let's take a look at this month's other news. Squirrels. Yes, yeah, squirrel scientists. <laughs> By which, sadly, I mean human scientists specialising in squirrels. <laughs> rather than squirrels in white coats looking at nuts through microscopes. I wish I was in the alternate universe where that happened. Let's have a listen. <laughs> that might... Um... <laughs> More of a visual than an audio thing, I think, of that, thinking about that one. Anyway, scientists have discovered that red squirrels are infected with the bacterium that causes leprosy. Proof, if proof were needed, that, the Jesus, that Jesus hasn't yet got round to coming back as a squirrel yet. Uh, though, when he does, I'll be happy to crucify the fucker if he shits in my garden like all the others do. Uh, maybe after the squirrel Jesus is back, the squirrels will stop being evil and shitting everywhere, like mankind did after Jesus visited them. Uh, though, though, actually, that's the grey squirrels, not the red ones. Send those grey squirrels back, I say, bloody greys coming over here, stealing our nuts, refusing to catch our squirrel leprosy. Brexit! Brexit's getting nastier, of course, as judges rule that an act of parliament is required before Article 50 can be enacted. What I want to know is if this, as seems inevitable, descends into civil war, then do Remain get Europe fighting on their side? Because uh, that'd be a good... Also, most of the people who vote for Brexit are pretty old, so I fancy our chances if it comes down to that. <laughs> Fucked up elections. And the pollsters once again got the result of an election badly wrong. Pollsters, instead of wasting time asking a sample of exiting voters, just ring me, ask me what I want to happen, and go for the opposite. Animal death. Uh, it's, I've had a bad month. Uh, our cat, Lino, died. Um, she was only four years old as well, which in... Uh, in oh, someone, how dare someone ring up during this poignant moment? <laughs> Terrible. She was only four years old, uh, which in cat years is, of course four years old, because, because cats live on the planet Earth and so have, have the same length years as the rest of us. Cats aren't from Jupiter, people, whatever that book told you. Stop giving them different length years. Uh, Richard, this isn't really the time or the forum to voice your opposition to animals having different length years to uh, us. I'm sorry, not. Matthew, it's an obsession of mine and I will try I loved Lino. It was me who named her after my hero, Lino, a cartoon-talking cat-like humanoid alien whose values I've tried to live my life by. Oh, what, what, what values are those? Well, you know, like being like a cat and a man at the right. same time, right. having a sword and stuff. By the power of Grayskull! Yeah, that's, uh, that's He-Man. Same thing, innit? It is. <laughs> Lino is interesting, the cartoon character, um, because like all the Thundercats, he was forced to flee his home planet Thundera and was placed in suspended animation for ten Galacto years. Right. Ten Galacto years? Well, that's like 70 Galacto years for a cat. No, it isn't! <laughs> Same number. Anyway, Lino was a child, but his podule had malfunctioned and slowed rather than stopped his growth. So he's in fact a child cat humanoid in the body of an adult cat humanoid. Like he'd aged seven years for every one year that had actually passed. Oh my God, yeah. Do you think that's where the whole cat year idea began? <laughs> Almost certainly. Yeah. So do you live your life like Lino? Because on the outside you're 49, but inside you're seven. Uh, very funny, you can't even say Lino, so you can fuck off. <laughs> 
Said it four times. <laughs> and also your smell of wheat. Anyway, this, uh, this Peter K. Do You Remember Thundercats riff is not appropriate. My cat has died. And Lino, my cat, was lovely and I loved her. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have that routine about me stepping in her shit with my bare foot on the morning my daughter was born. You can see that in my new DVD, Happy Now, available from GoFasterStripe.com from Wednesday the 14th of November. It's the perfect Christmas gift. Are you using your cat's death to promote your new DVD? It seems a bit gauche, but to be fair, the vet's bills were astronomical, so I see this as payback for that little weak, dead idiot. Uh, we were... <laughs> We were very upset about her death, though. Uh, we kept her collar as a memento. When we got home, my wife tried to pass the news on to Lino's brother, Smithers, who is also a cat, obviously. By showing him the empty collar, she said... He looked at the collar and I think he understood. He understood? I mean, if he understood anything, it was that we left the house with his sister and returned with just her collar and then showed it to him. I can only really interpret that as a warning, can't I? If you... <laughs> it's a threat. If you don't behave, then you're going to disappear too. He must be... All we left would be your collar, you must be terrified. So make sure you're shit in the fucking litter tray, all right? <laughs> As it occurs to me Goodbye, Lando the cat Although I never knew you at all I just saw a picture of you And you look just like a cat <laughs> And it seems to me that you lived your life quite like the other cats Meanly sleeping and then shitting in a box of gravel and then licking your ass And I wouldn't like, I wouldn't really like to offend you But you were just a cat You still have to pretend to be upset about this kind of shit Even when there's more important stuff going on Thank you, Christian. That was beautiful. Uh, now, um, let's go over to the alternate universe to see how this week's president-elect Hillary Clinton podcast is going. He looked at the collar and I think he understood. He, he understood? I mean, if he understood anything, it was that we left the house with his sister and returned with just her collar. He can really only interpret that as a warning, can't he? It's a threat. If, if you don't behave, then you'll disappear too. All that we left be your collar. So make sure you shit in the fucking litter trays, all right? Actually, I guess that cat thing did happen before the election, so that story, <laughs> that would make it into their show too. They're, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. They're always just about 30 seconds behind us though, aren't they? Yeah, they must have started late. Probably got more people in. Damn successful alternate universe. <laughs> He's Stuart Lead me, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking hell. Anyway, given, given the expense of opening up a channel between alternate universes, I have to say this has been a very disappointing experiment so far. Anyway, now over to Christian Riley for this month's song. Well, uh, I don't know if any of you people know it, but on November the 19th, it's a thing called uh, International Men's Day. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, it's just, I don't know why it's not a bigger deal, you know, because it's really important and, uh, you know, for men's health and stuff like that. And I think the reason that it's still a kind of fringe event is because uh, there's no sort of Santa Claus character or a wider narrative to capture the imagination. So that's what this song's about. You better not scream. You better not cry, he's checking your prostate, don't put up a fight. The penis elf is coming to town, the penis elf is coming to town, the penis elf is coming to town. He's feeling your balls, he's checking for lumps, 
His hands are roiled, ooh, that's a bit weird. The penis elf is coming to town. The penis elf is rummaging around. He seems to be enjoying this too much. He examines you when you're sleeping. You feel groggy when you awake. Shit, he's a guy dressed up. Won't you call the cops for goodness sake? You better call the cops for goodness sake. Yeah, he's in a van, he's being driven away. He's helping the police with their inquiries. The penis elf is going to jail. The penis elf is not a real thing. The penis elf is coming to town. Be careful who grabs you by the man pussy on International Men's Day. Ho, ho, ho! Ladies and gentlemen, Christian Riley. As you may know, I'm very interested in uh, the whole notion of sex robots. Uh, if you buy my DVD, Happy Now, you can watch a whole routine of me talking about that, www.cofasterstrike.com. I've been led to believe that there will be no realistic sex robots for 50 years, but according to the papers last week, next year, a US company are bringing out talking sex robots with warm, vibrating, human-like genitals. That's my favourite kind of genitals. Not, not human ones, they're disgusting, but ones that are like human ones. Reminiscent, but not the same. You've got human-like genitals, haven't you, Emma? Yes, um, they, they are similar to uh, human genitals, similar enough to be called human-like, um, and to be mistaken for human genitals from a distance. Uh, but if you get close enough, uh, you can see they're clearly not human. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. If genitals are too human, that puts me off if I'm honest. That's, that's the appeal of the Akapi to me. It's, it's human-like, but once you're up to your apricots, very much not human. How about you, Matthew? How human-like are your genitals? Oh, Richard, uh, my genitals are not even remotely human-like. No, they're hard to describe, but I guess they're frond-like, similar to the leaves that you'd get on bracken. When I'm ready to make love, they unfurl gracefully and then oscillate like some sort of sea fern. I then scatter my spawn and leave. <laughs> Later, the female will swim through the gametes, and if, if God is smiling on me, become impregnated. I'm afraid your genitals just don't sound human-like enough for my taste. No offence. None taken. It's very much like Goldilocks, isn't it? These genitals are too human, these genitals are not human enough, but these genitals are just right. Yeah. I've seen that version of Goldilocks too, Matthew. <laughs> To be honest, she doesn't seem too fussed about which porridge she eats. But anyway... <laughs> anyway, the talking robot with warm, vibrating, human-like genitals. Do your genitals vibrate, Emma? Uh, no, they, they don't vibrate, no. no. And looking at you now, they're as cold as an Arctic winter. I'm sorry then, Emma, I'm out. But these sex robots, they'll be out next year. They cost £12,000. I mean, that's a lot of money. I can't really afford that, but I wondered... Do you think I could kickstart that? Do you think if I, you know, if I promised to release a video of me having sex with the sex robot? Yeah, you might get more money if people had to pay you not to release the video. So it would be beamed into your brain unless you paid the money to prevent that happening. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah you'd make so much money. Yeah. You could have a harem of terrifying, warm, vagina, oscillating mannequins with human-like genitals. I could make them touch each other, can't I? It's like, I mean, just, well, just lie on each other like that. Is that one of the Kickstarter awards could be if you paid enough, you got to have sex with the sex robot after me. Directly after? That would cost more. But that's, that's the big question for me with sex robots. Are they self-cleaning or do you have to do that yourself? Because if it's like an ashtray in a car, I, I think that might take out some of the romance of the... 
if you're going to have a sex robot, what they really need to invent is another robot that will clean the first sex robot. Out. Or in the future, maybe the only human job will be to clean human will be to clean sex robots. But anyway. As it occurs to me, if you want a vision of the future, imagine a warm human-like genital vibrating on a sad man's car. Wow, a sad man's car. Ooh, a sad man's car. Well, let's get back to see what's going on uh, in... Uh... Let's get back and see what's going on in the alternate Clinton-winning universe. Yeah, well, given nothing funny's happening in the news, it looks like we haven't got enough stuff to fill this week's show, so guess we're going to have to trot out this one again. If I could turn back time, what would I do differently? Oh, 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 if I could turn back time. Good afternoon. Hi, a nice motorcycle clothing shop you've got. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, looking for anything in particular? Oh, I'm just having a look around at the motorcycle clothes, see what you've got in stock, and if I see something I like, something suitable for riding on my motorcycle in, then maybe I'll buy me some motorcycling clothes. Yeah, I sure love motorcycling. Motorcycling around. Some people like cycling on a normal bike, but not me. I say we pedal around, and you can have a bike that doesn't need to be pedal, with all the engine and stuff in it. Oh, pretty desperate stuff there. Now, you know <laughs> Maybe we're lucky to be here in the Trump one after all, maybe that's... Uh... This week I got a reply to a tweet that I wrote on the 4th of January 2011. Um, back then I'd written, shit, even I just saw Charlie Borman on TV and thought it was me. And five years and ten months later, a man called Brian tweeted back... Well, you really do look like him. I'd say twins, really. I mean, had he read that at the time and taken him, like, years to come up with that answer? Right, good tweet, Mr Herring. But let's see if we can get some badinage going here. Hmm, I want to get the wording of this exactly right. Don't rush this, Brian. And 70 months later, has tweeted a tweet that basically just says, you're right, you do look like the person you said you look like. I'm going to wait till 2022 and then tweet him back and say, I mean, I know you're saying we could be twins for comedic effect, but the thing is, we could be twins. And then in 2028, he can say, lol, you really could be twins, you're so similar. This could eventually turn into a very dull and quite short version of the film, 84 Charing Cross Road. And yes, I suspect he was wanking as he wrote that. But, uh, <laughs> or had he just recently heard of Twitter and gone back and started it from the beginning? Has such an innocuous tweet ever had such a pointless reply so long after it's tweeted? Let's go over to Norris McWerther to find out. Nope, still not answering the phone for some reason. As it occurs to me, let's face it, we're fucked. We're really totally fucked, yeah. It's, uh, it's been a tough week and the cherry on the top is Farage and Trump standing gurning like idiots in a gold lift. Uh, representing the common man as they laugh in his stupid face. These two men have so much in common, but the most interesting one is that they both admitted before each election they wouldn't accept the results if they didn't win. And maybe the alternate universe where Trump won the popular vote by two million votes but still lost the election would be an even scarier one to live in than the one we're living in, because what would his supporters have been capable of in that one? The roulette wheel was fixed like one at an unscrupulous climate change-denying child rapist casino. 
So there was no way these two fuckers could actually lose wherever that ball landed. But they wouldn't have sharp if the votes had gone against them, and neither should you. The world has voted for a couple of pumpkins, but if it won't always be Halloween, good luck, we're going to need it. You've been listening to As It Occurs To Me, written by and starring Richard Herring. It featured Matthew Cosby and me, Emma Kennedy. The music was written and performed by Christian Riley, and it was produced by Ben Walker. Thanks to Cosmic Embers and Prim Audio at freesound.org. It is the first Sky Potato and Go Faster Strike production. That really was desperately rubbish. I, I pity the poor fuckers who live in that universe. <laughs>